Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is around your emotions. And hey, before you shut this off, (laughs) because I just said that, just please listen, because this is probably one of the most important concepts you need to know, especially if you feel like you keep blocking yourself from dating. This often happens with a lot of guys who keep making excuses for themselves as to why they shouldn't get back out there or why they shouldn't date yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I'll do it eventually. Yeah, sure. Then it's the next year and you realize you're still in the same place. And what often happens with my clients anyway, not all my clients, but with a lot of men, let's say a lot of men I speak with, will say something to me like, Steph, I just, you know, I don't want to talk about that. Um, I'll just figure it out. And they go down that place of hiding the emotion and not wanting to talk about it because it's so impactful, because it holds such such power over them is really what it is. And you know, I was talking to one of my clients actually about this today. Um, he had this certain feeling around his life in general. And he was like, but I don't want to talk about this because it will make me feel bad. And then I'm not going to be in a good mood. And then I'm not going to want to date and this and that. And I said, but don't you think all the more reason to address it? <laughs> you know, um, and it doesn't seem that way because it it seems like this emotion you don't want to face and you don't want to feel. And maybe, yeah, if you think about it too much, you may start feeling it. And then you know when you feel it, you you get in a bad mood and then you're not motivated and this and that. And that really, like I just said, goes to show you that that means that emotion has control over your life. And it's important for you to be in control over your emotions, not allow your emotions to control you. A lot of people do this. A lot of men do this when it comes to dating. And they'll say like, you know, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Like whenever I, whenever I think about dating, I get all anxious. So they just say, that's the feeling they have. So they say they're not ready or they just distract themselves with other things. And they say, you know, I need to do this first. I need to get my work done first. I need to do this and this. And I really want to date, but I need to do all this first. And there's just a list of things that they have to continuously do. Like they'll make shit up just to get in the way of them moving forward with that dating goal. And I've worked with men like this, and this is why it's important to target emotional blocks and understand what's getting in the way and what's preventing you from dating personally, because all of you guys have your own reason. You all have your own story. You have your own history, conditioning, reasons why dating scares you, reasons why um, you have this procrastination habit or this perfectionist habit when it comes to dating, no one's good enough for you. Um, And it all relates back to your own relationship with yourself which is the craziest part, and it's super interesting. But besides digging into that, the main message of this podcast, which I want you to understand, is that whenever you have an emotion that you're avoiding, whenever you have a feeling you're avoiding or a memory you're avoiding or a person you're avoiding, this is hurting no one but you. When you, Whatever you resist persists, right? When you run from something, it's going to chase you. 
Think of it like a lion in the wild. When you stand up to the lion and you extend your arms and legs and you scream and you stare at it, well, you're not supposed to stare at it in the eyes, but you know what I mean? Make yourself big and stand up to it. That's when the lion realizes, hey, this is not prey. I probably should go away. Okay? And that's what we need to do when it comes to emotional, um, addressing our emotions that scare us. Instead of running from them, as a lion would chase the prey, instead of running from our emotions, it will, that emotion will keep chasing us and haunting us until we address it, until we gain power over it. And how do you gain power over an emotion? You stand up to it. You face it. You dress it. You talk about it. That's how. You, you get deep into it. And this is why they, the calls that I give are so healing and so beneficial for, for every man who does it because he's addressing something that he normally would not speak about or let alone go into detail about and get crazy intricate on, okay, what does this mean to me? And why did I say that? And how is this affecting my life right now or preventing me from moving forward right now or from dating right now? Because it all relates, guys. And most of it relates to these emotions that scare us that we want to just sweep under the carpet, especially as men. You guys are not, um, you're not the type, what am I trying to say? Your innate, your instinct is not to talk about things. It's not to talk it out as women are more biologically tuned to talk things out and really address things and understand it because that's how we relieve stress. For you guys, you sit alone to relieve stress. So you don't have that beneficial feeling that comes along with releasing all of your emotions. Um, I mean, you do have the, you do have the benefit of it, but you're not, you don't have, you're not instinctually um, inclined to want to talk out your problems. You're more just, okay, let's solve them. But the thing is you need to talk them in order to, you need to talk them out in order to release them from their power. It's kind of like putting women on a pedestal. You know, like a lot of you guys will say, oh, this woman's way too good for me or she's too hot. I could never get her. Look how fucking sexy she is. She would never go for me. And that's placing a woman in control over you. And eventually it places all women in control over you and you feel like you can't get anyone because this, you have this idea of women are, are too good for me or I'm not good enough for women. And when you do that, you give, like I said, you give women all the power. And the same thing with your emotions. When you just assume you know, oh, this emotion will make me feel this way and then I won't be able to do this and that and then this will happen. You're, what you're really saying is this emotion has more power over me than I have over this emotion and I can't control my ways of thinking or acting. When you can, you are in control of how you think and how you act. You can address an emotion and talk about it and walk away learning from that experience or that memory or that emotion, finding an inner strength within that experience and moving forward with your life. And using that emotion in a new way moving forward. Because what we often forget is we, we subconsciously have the same thoughts every single day. 90% of our thoughts, maybe even more, at least 90% of our thoughts are the same every single day. Which means we tell ourselves the same story every single day about ourselves and who we are and how we identify. And in that story are emotions, the emotions we're afraid of, that we're afraid to address, the emotions we feel comfortable with, the emotions we show to our family and friends, the ones we don't. And we keep up with the story thinking, oh, well, this is me. You know, I can't, I can't change. And when you have that fixed mentality of I can't change, 
then you won't change because your internal belief is I can't change. Therefore, your body will not will listen to your mind. If your mind says it can't change, your body will adapt to that belief and you'll live your life that way. Actions, behavior, language, relationships, everything will follow through with your internal belief. If you understand that, hey, I can change, though all those 90% of thoughts don't have to be the same with me. I can fight to make them different. Or I can I can feel them and then flip them to a new a new way of thinking. You know, go through your day and whatever you feel is so repetitious, flip it. Do something different about it. If you brush your teeth with your right hand, brush them with your left. Now, if you put your right shoe on first, put on your left shoe first. It starts in these small ways because by doing, taking these little actions of doing things differently sparks your brain to think differently. And that's when you have new thoughts and that's when you have new beliefs. And programming yourself to believe that, hey, you know, I have a growth mentality. The brain is plastic. I can change my story whenever I want. I can be in control of my emotions because I want to control my actions and the rest of my life. So I'm going to choose to be in control of this emotion. So regardless of how much I talk about it, I'm not going to let it dictate the way I feel for the rest of my day. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. I'm not going to let it ruin my relationships. I'm not going to let it get all in my head and make me act weird. I'm just going to address it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to accept the things that happened that maybe I wasn't happy about, but I'm also going to to see what it gave me, what it taught me, how it made me stronger, the lessons I've learned from it, how I want to change moving forward. Because if you don't address that emotion, then you don't know how to change your story, right? Your story will stay the same unless you address the things that are going wrong or the things that you're afraid of. So it's really important just to take note of that. Where is your internal belief when it comes to feeling like you can get any woman out there or, you know, feeling like you're unstoppable or you're, you're hardworking and motivated and you're going to get this thing that you really want, you know, because you believe you can do it. And that may seem a little, you know, cliche or whatever, but it's, Think about it. Like we, everything is based on our internal beliefs and the language we use with ourselves. Just like when you're in the gym and you're lifting a really heavy weight, you'll tell yourself, I can do this. I got this. I got this. And that helps you lift the weight physically because you're verbally cheering yourself on. If you were to lift that same weight and repeatedly verbalize to yourself, I can't do this. This is hard. This is too heavy. I'm going to break something. I'm going to break something. I can't do this. How much harder do you think it would be to lift that weight? a lot harder. It's true. And the same goes for the entirety of your life. You can use your verbal, these verbal cues and this verbal language whenever you need it. You're in control of it. You're the voice. But you have to choose to be the voice because if you don't choose to be the voice that's pushing you forward, then you're going you're gonna to stick with the voice that, that wants to slow you down and keep you in the same place because it's comfortable. And that's an easy place to get stuck in, the comfort zone. I've been there myself a bunch of times. I'm still there with certain aspects of my life. (laughs) You know, we all get stuck there, but it's not a place we want to be because we don't grow there. We just sit. We mold. (laughs) We get old and wrinkly there. (laughs) So it's important to, to remind ourselves, hey, I don't have to be here. 
I can choose. I get to choose how I talk to myself and therefore I get to choose what I experience in my life. I get to choose the relationships I attract. You know, I was with my girlfriends this past weekend and one of my friends, which actually I wanted to do a podcast on this. Fuck, I forgot. I was going to make this one that one, but I'll do this next week. Um, just t- talking to my girlfriends about, you know, one of my girlfriends had the attitude of there's no like fuck men. There's no good guys out there. And I really just had to remind her, of course, I had to stand for what I believed in. And even though it was uncomfortable, contradicting, I mean, confronting her with this, I, I said, you know, I used to be there. I used to feel the same way. And, and it, really, it really depends on where your focus is and what you choose to see. Because when you choose to see the good in people, you see more good. When you choose to see all the shit, you see more shit. There's literally a part of our brain that controls what we focus on. And when you feed that part of the brain negative things, then it says, okay, let's find all the negative things right now. It does a scan and it finds all the shit, all the horrible people that suck (laughs) and are mean. And when you do it the other way, when you say, okay, I'm going to have a great day day today. I'm going to look out for everything great that happens today. Guess what? Your actions are going to align with this belief, with this focus pattern. And you're going to have a better attitude. You're going to, therefore, have better interactions with people. They're going to interact better to you. Maybe someone will buy you a coffee because you're so nice to them. You know, things happen. And then actions follow, follow through with what you choose to see, with what you choose to believe. I completely believe that myself because I've been through it. Like I was in my friend's shoes and I'm like, fuck man, I'm so sick of this. Like they're full of shit. They're all pigs. They're assholes. Like I would literally say that shit all the time. And I really believed it. I really did. And every, like most men, the majority, there were a lot of great guys in my life at one point. I had a few, I had a few like good guy friends who were amazing. I had a really great boyfriend too, who's incredible. Um, But for the majority of the time growing up, I had bad negative experiences with men. And I built this association with them. So that's what I mostly saw. I saw men who were pigs, who treated me like shit, who were assholes to me, who were mean. Because that's what I chose to see. That's what I chose to focus on. But when I started this business, guys, and I did it for the purpose of wanting to understand men better and being like, okay, like, not all men can be shit. Because I had, I was a mindset coach at the time, and I had a few guys who were my friends through Instagram. And and I knew they weren't using me and they were great guys and they just treated me with so much respect and support. And I said, all right, there's definitely good guys out there. Like these five guys proved it. And I'm curious now. And that led me to do what I do to work with men because part of it was a personal, pretty much personal research of I'm going to find all the great guys out there and I'm going to help them. And then I'm going to show women that there's good guys because that's what I want to see. So I want other women to see it too. And I started this Instagram account and I can count on 10 fingers the amount of creeps and disrespectful assholes there are out of the two years I've been doing this straight, talking to men every single day. I can count on two hands the negative experiences I've had. That's not a lot. Because I chose to focus on what I wanted to see. And I started seeing that and I started attracting that. And I got men to my page who asked really serious, respectful questions or... Or, you know, even asking sexual questions, but very, but pertaining to their own personal situation, their own challenge and doing so in a very respectful way. And I was just like, wow, I didn't know men talked like this. 
I didn't know that they knew how to talk like that. Like, it was just an, a whole new world to me. But I know that I see that and I know that I attract that through my content because of what I believe, because I want to see, because of what I want to see and what I want to focus on. And this goes with all aspects of life. Everything. Everything, guys. <laughs> so it works with women too. And, you know, I coach guys on this when they have negative mindsets around women and um, they have negative associations, just as I had negative associations with men. I help flip their mindset. I help get them to see what they want to focus on with women. I get them to see the good. I get them excited about dating again. Because dating should be fun. Dating should be a fun process, guys. You know, it doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be scary. The only reason why it's scary is because maybe you have a fear around it. You're not confronting. You're not standing up to the lion. You're running away and the lion's chasing you. So ask yourself that. What's getting in the way right now with me? Maybe it pertains to just dating. Maybe it, maybe it has to do with something else. Maybe it has to do with your health. What's getting in the way? What's stopping you? What's frightening you? Doesn't make you any less of a man if you confront a fear. If you admit a fear. Because in order to confront it, you need to admit it first. And I think that's where a lot of guys struggle. Because they don't want to be seen as weak. But at the end of the day, who's the weak one? The one standing up to the lion or the one running away from it? So ask yourself that. And get on a phone call with me. Because I can help you through this. You know, if this is a struggle you're dealing with, if you feel like there's a block, I understand emotional blocks in humans. There's quite a few of them. There's about 12 to 14 basic emotional blocks that most people have. We almost have all of them, but only some of them get in the way from what we really want in our lives. So if something's getting in your way, maybe you're not even sure what it is. I can help you find it and understand it. Because as I said, the awareness is key. The awareness is what makes you strong. Standing up to what you're afraid of is what makes you strong. Therefore, getting clear on it and acknowledging, hey, okay, this is probably it. This is probably what's holding me back. That is the strongest thing you can do. It's the most masculine thing you can do. So do it. Do it because you're going to, it's going to move you forward in your life. Do it because it will attract better relationships for you. Do it because you'll have a better life when you do do it. And I'm here to help you. So head over to Steph Ganowski on Instagram or you can go to sgdatingcoach.com, click on the contact form, <laughs> the contact form, the contact form, fill out, fill it out and then just send it back and I'll be happy to schedule a day and time for us to talk. First call is complimentary and I would really love to help you guys get clear on what's holding you back and also where you want to go. What do you want? Because you can't get it if you don't know what it is. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you guys soon.